There's nothing more gut-wrenching and nothing more painful than losing someone. And some of you, as you're watching that, you're not thinking about the commercial and that boy, but you're, you're thinking about maybe a, a family member or maybe yourself. Maybe it was a, a grandparent that you lost that you were close to, or maybe you lost a parent and you buried your parents. Um, maybe a sibling who was way too young, or even a spouse that you thought you were going to spend 30 years with and and they didn't make it for some reason, or, or maybe one of the worst is, and I've gotten to see this up close as a pastor, but when, when parents have to bury their kids, or, or when a parent, a soon-to-be parent, loses an unborn child in a pregnancy. And there's nothing that can really ever be said, have you ever noticed this, to kind of take away the pain of that. And it leaves us feeling all kinds of intense emotions, it does. If you have not encountered it or experienced that before, let me just tell you, just wait, live long enough, and I promise you, you will. Because this is the experience for every single one of us, that we all encounter this. And what happens is we tend to have these deep emotions, and sometimes we feel like, I can't go on. I don't know if any of you have ever been in a season like that where you just felt like, Life cannot go on. I can't breathe. It's overwhelming. The grief, I, I get it. It's, it is incredibly painful. And oftentimes, we end up with these really, really hard questions. Especially if you prayed for somebody and God didn't heal them. And we end up maybe beginning to lose our faith some. Or we end up beginning to doubt that God's really there. Or if he is, he's even good. And some of you, maybe you, you're in a place where your faith has been so tried and tested because of experience of death and loss or that, that it's been hard for you to ever connect with God. Can I, can I say something that I, I want you to understand about God? And I, I know I can't say anything in a few short minutes that's going to take away that or it's going to bring back all your faith or whatever. But I want you to know this, that in the middle of your pain, I want you to hear this, God sees it. God sees your disappointment and maybe even your anger with him. And yet God will still meet you in the middle of it. That he hasn't left you. And I, I know that might be hard to believe. And because of the ache you felt. And maybe it's every year on an anniversary. Every year on that date. You, you, you just can't breathe. And I just I want you to know that sometimes the greatest thing that can happen when you're in a place like that is simply to have somebody present with you. Can I give you a little bit of advice? Because I've, I've been around a lot of death as a pastor and I've had to deal with a lot of situations. Can I tell you that the greatest thing that you can do if you're a friend and somebody goes through something like this, it's not to say things, but it's to show up and it's just to be there with them. How many of you know that that's the most important thing? It's just your presence says enough. Can I tell you that the same is true with God? We want God to to say something. We want God to give us an answer. We want God, okay, prove yourself. And oftentimes he doesn't in those moments, but he does show up in his presence. And I'm reminded of this verse, Psalm 34, verse 18. It says this about God. He says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. If you're here today and that's you and you feel like broken or I've been crushed, I don't have a lot of faith, I don't know if God's there, can I just tell you this truth that maybe you never even thought about? God is near to you. God is there. And I know you got questions. We have all these questions. 
these big why questions and the pain and all of these things. Can I just tell you this other truth about God today and, and his desire for us? Can I say this? That, that pain that maybe you have felt, that pain was never God's plan for you. This kind of pain, like the human experience that there's life and birth is exciting. There's death and loss and it is painful. Can I just speak something to you that maybe nobody ever has and just want you to know that that kind of pain God never intended for you to carry. In fact, God did not build you to be able to handle that kind of grief. When God first created mankind, he made us eternal and he made us where we didn't know sin and we didn't know death and we didn't know pain. And so when God made us, he didn't make you to handle that. And he put him in a garden and he said, listen, enjoy everything I've given you. But this one tree, many of you know that story of the first man, the first woman. Don't eat from that one tree of the knowledge of good and the pain of evil and death. Because God told him, if you eat from that one tree, you will surely die. And, and we know the story that they took the fruit and they ate. And in that moment... They brought something to our world, a curse that you and I were never intended to experience by God. In that moment, all of us were cursed to feel pain of loss and death. And let me just say this. God never intended for you to feel that, to carry that. And I know some of you, you're like, okay, then why doesn't God just stop it? Why doesn't God just intervene in every situation? Why doesn't he stop the pain and do away with death? And the short answer is this. He is. The short answer is he is. God actually does have a plan. In fact, from the very first moment in that garden, God has put a plan in place that involved his son Jesus that would reverse the effects of what you and I experience. And I know we like, hey God, why don't you show up and do that? He's going to one day. But here's what will happen, and I want you to hear this because I just want to give you hope if you're in that place. And I wanted you to know that this was not God's intention for you. In fact, John, one of Jesus' closest uh, disciples, got a revelation from him, from Jesus, about what he was going to do. And in Revelation 21, verse 3, it says, And I heard, this was John saying, a loud voice from the throne saying, here's Jesus speaking, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. God will be so present with us. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for that's the old order, and those things have passed away. He who is seated on the throne says, I am making everything new. Can I just tell you, this is what God's going to do. is He's going to fix the messed up world that we have to live in because of our first parent's choice, and let's be honest, our choice. Someone's going, why, why didn't God just get rid of all this? M maybe the thought is, if we went through an experience of what life is like where we choose to reject him, that so many of us would maybe reach out for him and say, I'd rather choose you. And I want to say this just to encourage you today, if you're here. I want you to hear this. God has life for you on the other side of the pain. If you've lost deeply... Can I say this? God has life for you, and he has joy for you on the other side of that pain. And I'm not talking about heaven one day. I'm talking about in this life. It'll take time. It'll take healing. It'll take God's presence. But please hear me. There is life on the other side of this. There is joy. And I love the tagline of that commercial. Chevy got it right. They said, find new roads. The answer to finding that hope, that life, and that joy is to take a new road. 
Take one that will lead you to God. Take one that will walk right into his presence and allow him to heal and begin to touch and bring life for the future. Amen.